Oh my God! Yeah. Ready? You okay? Yeah. We were, hey, we're good. That was so you fast. Good evening and welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, like, fast. He's like, good evening. <laughs> welcome to the thing around the corner. Okay, thank you very much. You see you guys later. Bye. Hey, come around the back stretches. Right in the background, there's him. Is like, oh my God, guys. Richard Donner's alive. Welcome to Three and a Half Gentlemen, the podcast where three of the four hosts provide a refined intellectual analysis to movies from our private collections and one who tries desperately to keep up. We'll let you decide which host is which, but for now, my name is Sean, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Jeremiah. What up, yo? Eduardo. Dun, dun, dun. And Brandon. No. With every review, we tell you how many drinks it takes to get through each movie selection. At the end of the podcast, we'll rate the movie based on a scale of 0 to 5. 0 is a perfect film, which you can watch Stone Cold Sober. And 5 is a terrible film that you must be blackout drunk on kryptonite to enjoy. In oh, bring it on. Review, we generally pair our selection with a cocktail that we hope will enhance the viewing experience. We invite you now to shake, stir, or mix, mix the, the cocktail, cocktail that we've chosen and settle in for what we hope will be an engaging review. Yeah. With that, what high-flying movie do we have oh, this I evening? see what you did, high-flying. We're going to be continuing our superhero look by looking at the 1978 superhero standard, Superman. Just before the destruction of the planet Krypton, scientist Jor-El, played by the one, the only, the dick, Marlon Brando, <laughs> <laughs> sends his, in, his infant son, Kyle-El, on a spaceship to Earth, raised by kindly farmers Jonathan, who dies very shortly after getting there, and Martha Kent, young Clark, played by the uh, absolutely handsome as freaking hell, Christopher Dude, Reeve. Seriously, Christopher 100%, Reeve. 100%. I, I want to be him. Uh, discovers the source of the superhuman powers and moves to Metropolis to fight evil. As Superman, he battles a villainous Lex Luthor, played by, I gotta be honest, the dude's amazing. Gene, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. Uh, while as a novice reporter named Clark Kent, he attempts to woo co-worker Lois Lane, by, played by Margot Kidder. He definitely yeah. wooed her. The worst part of the movie. Eddie! Oh, <laughs> oh we can agree on something! We're starting that out early. Okay, as we mentioned, with each movie, we try to pair the tone, feel, and overall impact of the story of a cocktail. Sometimes the drink will be referenced directly in the film, Sean, and other times the drink will be... Simply inspired the film, Jeremiah. Since uh, Brandon has taken the lead of this cocktail, you have? Only of the cocktail, definitely uh, not the movie Brandon, choice. what is the selection of the drink? Well, I like to call it kryptonite because, oh, man, did do that, yeah. two of these will knock me on the floor. But what we're going to go ahead what and call I have? Well, with this movie, I need five. Maybe, honestly, a with, sip of it. With, uh, we're going to go with the Midori five. Sour, which is going to be a mixture of Midori mix uh, or liqueur, sweet and sour mix, vodka, and a splash of Sprite. Awesome. Thank you, Brandon. To give you a little background on our selection process for the second season, we'll re be reviewing movies that we, however, tenuously can link together by theme, actors, or subject. Again, we are trying to adhere to our mandate to review movies that shape how stories have been told throughout time or even how they might be told on the future on screen. So we won't be talking about the movie straight through. Instead, we'll let our conversations flow naturally. That said, we'll be touching on different film aspects, including plot, characters, direction, Director of photography. Cinematography. <laughs> Anything else that might come up. Up, up, far away. Oh, I get it. Up, 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 up. Up, because up, he's and away. Uh, but he's not flying there for another 45 minutes after we start this damn movie. So you okay. know what's really funny? 
Please tell me. Is another John Williams score? Oh, gee, it's true. <laughs> so apparently, guys, uh, if you're listening at home or this in the is car, the John Williams podcast. We are doing uh, John, John Williams, Williams all said. season, all every summer, season. Yeah, all summer. Honestly. So what did everyone think about that entrance? Are we going to go ahead and start with our review? Because that I can was start now. the longest fucking entrance I've ever seen. Do you know what they paid more money than most movies at the time for the entrance? for the entrance? Sean, what is it? What? Is it? Why, did why? It, why? Why did it? Sean, like, you're the only bring one that every likes person. This one. Like, right. so explain to us what we're missing with the entrance, that costing millions of dollars. 1980 Microsoft PowerPoint, <laughs> like entrance. 1978. Yeah, 1978. Like, with the whole like, it almost gave me a like a seizure when it just every time it just came up. Like, okay, so oh, I actually I, fast I forwarded. I honestly think that you you guys are being harsh. This <laughs> this title sequence was was not great. But the music that accompanied the title sequence was some of the best music that John Williams has ever done. No. Bull. Jurassic Park, better. No. Star Wars, better. Harry Indiana Potter. Jones, better. Harry Potter, as established two weeks ago, better. Yeah, I, I don't agree. I all think agree. I've always said Superman is one of the greatest, has one of the greatest themes of all time. I hope you choke on your cape. I'm not going to choke on my cape because I don't wear a cape. Oh, Edna Mode has made your suit. <laughs> no, so look at no, no I'm not going to defend this movie from the very beginning to the very end because I think that in 1978, this movie did have some massive flaws. But what this movie did have running through it the entire time was this concept that America, through the eyes of Superman, is a beautiful and wonderful place. And that he, uh, as Clark Kent, was trying to be the everyday American. And this is something that I think... I think it's very important to notice is that Clark Kent was an attempt by Superman to be the everyman and Superman above all other heroes that we will review or are in film or in comics. Superman is the only one who is hiding his true identity and masquerading as a human. That is a very considerably diff- considerable difference. You're saying that Bruce Wayne is not hiding as a human? I'm saying that he's Bruce Wayne is millionaire? hiding the fact that he's Batman by being Bruce Wayne. Superman is hiding the fact that he's Superman by being Clark Kent. It's a completely different con- concept. Uh, I agree that that's a really interesting concept, but no, I don't agree. All right. I Clearly you you've though. never seen... Yeah. No, I haven't. Uh, okay, uh, so excuse me, you haven't seen Kill Bill Volume Two? Oh, dang, that's where you're he going. He gives a freaking great I thought you were going to be. I think going to be like why the Brandon Ruth. No, uh, but Superman anyway. is my favorite. Is my favorite. Okay, so, so let me let me let me let me ask you guys something. Let's go. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I want to jump into this, um, and I, I have a feeling that somebody here is going to disagree with me. But of all the women in the world, and by the way, I do need to emphasize one thing I said earlier. Christopher Reeves was just freaking hot. I would absolutely, absolutely make out with him, hands down. <laughs> 100%. But for all the women out there in the world, he picks Lois Lane. And nothing against Margot Kidder, but no. No. Well, I have the big difference because in like uh, Man of Steel, man, like Amy Adams was Lois Lane. And we I shall can... not We shall not speak in this podcast uh, of Man of Steel. Christopher Reeve worked out a lot for this movie. Uh, Amy Adams? Amy Adams was more, not the problem in Man, Man of Steel. Gettable, more gettable. No, the problem in Man of Steel was that he killed someone for the first time in the history of Superman. But, okay, what I want to say. Okay, so here's what I'm saying. That he has a weakness. No, it's not kryptonite. It is literally Lois Lane. That's his weakness. And so we're going to say that of all the things in the world, he's going to fall for that piece of work. Would you agree, Eddie? I mean, was, was Lois uh, Lane worth Margot Kidder was not. Lois Lane well, as a character is fantastic. Margot Kidder is terrible. It didn't help that Christopher Reeves was the stud, I think. And oh, he's he was, a stud. And it didn't help that I read somewhere that he worked out 
every day on set. Mm-hmm. They actually had to do Reese shots of, of mm-hmm. Tate's because he just looked bigger down the road. Like he was just getting bigger. So it was interesting. I do think, uh, I don't know, you, you could see this uh, love between them that I think that they had a chemistry in the movie that I, I, I saw a lot of chemistry between Lois Lane and Superman that so, I felt like it was actually genuine. So I think one of the reasons why people don't like this movie, especially the people sitting around this table. Please tell me why I don't like it. I just said something positive. You have seen this origin story so many times times. that you're so sick of it. It's disgusting. No, I think it's poorly made. Hold on. In 1978, just set aside some bad special effects. Set aside some of the campy lines, okay? Set aside the pacing of the movie. Set aside the acting. Set aside the story in general, which, by the way, written by Mario Puzo. No, the story was fantastic. And the story is fantastic. The story is crap. No, it's not. The story, the story oh, of Superman is one of the greatest Let's stories go of all time. Turn the world back in time. Let's go there. No, the story. Oh, look at no. the story of Superman. Is me. that he was a, a orphan of a planet that was being destroyed, and he his parents had the strength and courage to send him out into the world. Uh, independent of the destruction of Krypton, where he landed in America, and he didn't land in New York, and he didn't land in California. He landed in the middle of the heartland, where he was raised by Jonathan and Martha Kent, the salt of the earth, to be to uh, uh, to really love American values. No, I got and twenty-five then, minutes of Marlon Brando on screen doing a terrible job of reading lines off of cue cards. You know he's paid three point seven million. The highest paid actor and of he, the a, time. After everything, also said and done because he sued. Uh, fourteen million dollars. Fourteen million and for which, only ten minutes of screen time. Which nowadays, how much is fourteen million? A lot. Wait, yeah. Sean, let me ask you something. Okay, so what was the whole point of having General Zod in the mm-hmm. beginning of the movie? Like now, it, was there a director's cut? And I'm actually being honest because I'm I was kind of like really like, why was there setting up? Was it setting up for Superman two? What was so the two, what two, was there the reason? Dual reasons, okay. So the one reason was the fact that General Zod was actually suggesting that Krypton was in peril, okay? He was the one who recognized that Krypton was dead. Okay. Months and months months before it happened. Before it happened. And he tried uh, and he and he mounted an insurrection against the people of Krypton to take over Krypton to save Krypton. Gotcha. Then Kal-El, or excuse me, uh, Jor-El, banished him to the Phantom Zone. Okay? You mean that mirror? Uh, yeah, the mirror. Phantom Zone. Okay. Yeah. I, banished him to the Phantom Zone. And then, come to find out, Krypton was destroyed. Then, hold on. And then, at the end of this movie, when he takes the nuclear missile and he throws it into space, it hits the Phantom Zone and releases the prisoners for Superman. What are the damn odds? Did no, I miss that? They were, f- yeah, they, 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 so anyway, they, a, they, in, they were freaking A, but they were, uh, they were filming basically one and two back to back. And Superman 2 was actually really good. Much better than this piece of junk. <laughs> because seriously, I was remembering like, weren't there like three people that were fighting and they were fighting against the city and the city yeah, was like yeah, trying to unite? That's Superman that's 2. That's 2, where it was better because one, damn it, garbage. So look at, look at, I, I'm not going to lie. I was waiting for Superman for a lot of the movie. I'm not gonna lie, and I was like, "When's this movie gonna start?" And it was an hour and a half in. I was like, "Oh, there he is! Now there's Superman." About two He's, hour and twenty. He, he took off his movie. cape. He, he took off his. Uh, you know, Sean, I'm actually gonna read this thing from Kill Bill too. Actually, oh, and sorry, this Sean. is really dope. Actually, he goes, "Take uh, take my favorite superhero, Superman. Not a great comic book. Not particularly well drawn, but mythology. The mythology is not only great; it's unique. Now, the staple of the superhero mythology is this: the superhero." They have an alter ego. 
Batman is actually Bruce Wayne. Spider-Man is actually Peter Parker. But when the character wakes up in the morning, he's Peter and, you know, so on. For Superman, it stands alone because Superman didn't become Superman. Superman was born Superman. Superman wakes up in the morning and his alter ego is Clark Oh, man, the Midori Sour is getting us. Clark the Kent. No, but I'm just saying, like, you know... I totally see what Sean is about Superman, I, you know. I agree. You know, and I think it's a character yeah. I think it's a character that, that Superman is great. I'm saying as a film, and I have not seen Man of Steel. I have not seen Batman vs. Superman. No, but I'm saying that I I I don't watch as was established last week with uh, with the MCU. I'm just not a superhero fan, just in general. So I don't know much except for I know the basic mythology. And Superman has got a badass super, uh, mythology. I f- right? Yeah, I feel like this movie could have easily... Man of Steel did... They wrapped up Superman in 1 and 2. And I, I felt like they could have done this in the same movie. Like They spread out Superman 1 so much that it was. I felt like it was very spread out thin with like waiting for stuff to happen. They could have maybe, I don't know, cut out some areas and... Maybe make it a longer movie and have one and two together, or I don't know. They were already expecting to have two movies. I felt like I, maybe it's because I watched Man of Steel and I knew what was happening. This, the plot of the story is very similar without just Lex Luthor, but like I was Kal-El against uh, what's that Zod. Zod. Like I was, I saw that in the very beginning of the movie, and I was expecting to see that. And I, I guess that's in Superman two, but I was like, they could have kind of cut out some areas in, in uh, Superman one with the whole our beginning process of an entrance. So I, I I agree and don't agree. So this is the first time the world is being exposed on a on a cinematic level to Superman. Without knowing, nobody knew his backstory in 1978. Nobody knew he lived on a farm. Nobody knew that Jonathan Kent was his father. You had to have the development of Superman as the farm boy from Kansas. In you had to do it. And if you look at it, okay, so, and, and the reason I love Superman so much is because I think Superman um, embodies what it is to be the American dream. But that's, that's beside the point. If you look at great, a great show, Smallville, I don't know if, if anybody has watched Smallville. Yes. No. So yeah. Smallville basically is the hour that you don't like about this movie. That's, that's, it's, it's 10 seasons of yeah. Clark Kent learning how to be Clark Kent. And my argument is is that Clark Kent is Superman because of Jonathan and Martha Kent, because they instilled upon him the the uh, the American ideals. How easy would it be for Superman to be the villain? So then, wait, wait, let me just interrupt and ask you this, because if you're saying that, and by the way, you're selling it really well, okay? <laughs> no, I'm being honest. Then why do you think, or, or, or to me, let me just put it as a statement, then you can disagree or agree, that... This movie did a horrible job of pacing by giving us so much of Kal-El and not giving us anything of the Kents, right? Literally, it's like Pa Kent dies, Ma Kent says three words, and then all of a sudden he's off to the the Fortress of Solitude. And we're like, what just happened? There is no instilling of any kind of decency from the Kents. I I think there is. I think there. you you see in, in Clark's past with the Kents a small montage of of growth i'm not arguing with you the pacing of this movie is bad mm-hmm. i'm i will argue that the um uh that marlon brando's part is bad i think marlon brando's part is great and and if you look at a movie like superman returns it has one of the great greatest trailers you'll ever see and it's marlon brando the first time back as jor-el and he says they can be a great people those the trailer has this wonderful john williams score and it's got a voiceover, and it says uh, Marlon Brando is saying they could be a great people, Kalel, if they wish to be. They only lack the light 
to lead the way. And that is what Superman is, the light to lead the way. And I think that the romanticism around Superman in this movie, the fact that he is the bumbling Clark Kent and falls in love with Margot Kidder, and then when she dies, he essentially turns the world around to save her life. I, I'm not saying it's done We're well. We're going to talk about I'm saying that the paradox story. Though, you're saying the story is bad. I'm saying the story is the great. Story is bad. The visuals might be bad, but the story mm. is phenomenal. Oh, Jeremiah, I saw you wanted to say something. No, I was just thinking about, like, and I know Sean doesn't like um, The Man of Steel, but I think... I got more out of that relationship with Russell Crowe, with, not with Russell Crowe, with just Kevin Costner and Diane Lane oh, as the, Jonathan the, the and uh, Martha, yeah. you know, as a kids. And I can tell that to me, there, there was a lot more like, you know, there was a lot more like layers of that particular relationship where it was very kind of like cut and dry. Like, you know, you, you, you wanted more out of that relationship between the father and you know, you barely had it when he was trying to like prove to everyone that he can be the fastest person. And you know, you know, in the 1950s, which kind of messed me up. By the way, I was like, "Whoa, is this going to be in the 50s?" And by the way, that's the best part of Man of Steel by far is the relationship between Jonathan and Clark, and the the whole Kevin Costner, Kevin Costner, yeah, and, role. And, and, you know, even though he got he, they killed him in a stupid freaking way, which is one of the reasons why I hate that movie. Um, and I, I don't think that you got that. As much in the old movie with but, either, of but keep Mar-Pa. in mind. But keep in mind, this is the first time a superhero movie of this magnitude has been brought to the screen. Without this movie, you don't have Batman Begins. You don't have The Dark Knight. You don't have anything. I agree with you 100 percent on that. Yeah, the impetus. And let me ask you something now. Was kind of confused on the one part where he leaves. He leaves his mom right, and he he hikes. Or he actually goes oh, goes on a walkabout or something like that. And where does he go to? Does he, he go to like, the Arctic for some so reason? Does he go to the Arctic? He goes, yeah, he goes to his his Fortress of Solitude, which if if you follow the comics, he and if you watch the movie, he throws a shard of crystal that he pulls yeah. from his ship, and he follows that piece of crystal until he finds. By the way, is that kryptonite? Do we do we no? That's it seems crystal. like it's crypto. No, so it's a, no, so the crystals that he uses are have information in them, and the Fortress of Solitude allows him to speak with his father. Um, right. So, but but here's here's my thing, and I, I said the same. I said the same thing as Man both of you guys. I'm telling you, Man of Steel, apart from four scenes, was really good. Yeah. Right. But here's one thing that we're looking at this movie. This movie did a really piss poor job of doing is explaining anything all of a sudden like you said jeremiah we're just in in the middle of of the north pole right how did he get there why did he decide to go there does did he have like some kind of internal intuition to get there he throws the shard because he's pissed okay i get that and then all of a sudden out of nowhere we get this huge fortress, fortress of solitude again makes sense in that sense but how did he even decide to go there and how that was you know, cool scene and in the comic book that coming and in the right comic up. book and in the in in the in the canon Basically, it was calling to him, right? And so, what I'm saying is that for somebody like me who is not, but don't um, you like the subtext? Don't you like the? Don't no, you I like want to know how he decided to go there. Why? No. I mean, why, why does it have to be all thrown in your face? I need to know reasons why he decided there. Instead I mean, of, in, in assassination of Jesse James, we watched someone walk through a fucking field for so four hours and a half. Great, a freaking field, <laughs> and um, because I feel the wind well, rushing over the grains of, of watching of wheat. this movie, I feel like there's I'm two. Sorry. Watching, watching this movie, I feel like there's two different parts. You have the first half of it where you're just like, all right, it's dragging. It's, it's building up to something. And then we finally get Clark Kent as Superman. You get Christopher Reeves. And then it's a whole – it's brought to modern time around the 1970s and things like that. And I think it's 
then it actually picks up speed and then you actually have the superman story that you somewhat remember because i couldn't remember i feel like i was like wait i remember this part or i remember this part right here and i'm not gonna lie there was a few scenes with like you know christopher reeds like when he actually does when he actually has to help uh lois lane from the helicopter and whatnot and he comes out of the, like you know whatever it was, he spins out of the, spins the, out, phone, spins out, the phone booth. But, but no, no, he but, looks at the phone booth. But he's running and he opens the elevator. His, yeah, his shirt, but no, right? he takes his shirt off. You know, out of his, he's wearing his hat. And whatnot. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, that's that's fucking dope, right? Right there. now, now you were talking about though the two different movies, right? That you have this one really drawn out, really long, really kind of I'm going to say it boring intro, uh, intro, and then you have the end. And to me, and this is something I'll talk about a little bit later. To me, it felt rushed. The ending felt super rushed. And maybe, maybe again, that was just me. But this I whole like, like how they got Gene Hackman, yeah, like, that felt like all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, I'll be right back," and he just all of a sudden he drops he the ball, gets him. him. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? You, uh, you yeah. could have made that a little bit, a little bit better yeah. with uh, this fight. Yeah. So uh, once again, I'm not, I'm not going to defend the campiness of this movie. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. But if you look at Lex Luthor as a character, he is the greatest villain of all time. Uh, I will tell you that right now, he's better than anything from the MCU. He's better than everything from the DCU. And the reason that that Lex Luthor is the best villain is because he can never defeat Superman without attacking Superman's greatest weakness. Not through kryptonite, which they always try to do in movies and Mm -hmm. suck at it. The way you defeat uh, Superman is you make Superman into something that the people reject. Well, in this movie, he uses kryptonite, right? Right. Okay. Gene Hatton, um, man. Gene Hackman. He's from San Bernardino, born in 1930. Is he really? Yeah. You know, and, and part of this movie that I think I, I, I'm just in love with is is the concept that, uh, that Superman is everything that's great about America. And with when he takes Lois Lane up on their little, um, you know, their little... Her flight of view. Fl- yeah, flight of view. And she writes the article about him, and then all of a sudden they fall in love. And you've got kind of... Uh, and maybe it's the mythology that I'm in love with and not necessarily this movie because he goes, I don't know if you know this, but in the second movie, he gives up his power mm-hmm. to be with her. Right. Now, that's the, that's the one where he burns himself, but uh, he that's really, Yeah. I was, was waiting two, for that right? scene, where, yeah. too. Yeah. Okay, and so two, two is far better and for than For some one. reason, I thought that two was where he turns the world back, but no, it was actually one, this one. Yeah. yeah. Which I wish it wasn't. All right. That's not a bad scene, actually. I thought that was the really backwards, cool. Okay. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you the whole paradox that I figured out and couldn't figure it out. <laughs> Go I ahead. was thinking. What is he faster than the speed of sound? Well, yeah, and then literally, okay. So here's here's a couple of things to throw your way, right? If you all of a sudden decided to turn the way the world spun, we'd all be dead. Um, the other thing Very is, true. how far? That. No one's ever <laughs> tried it, Brandon. So uh, here he is. Right? They throw us so off here's our my axis, question. Here's my question. And we'd be okay. at the sun. So, so I guess to to explain what the hell I'm I'm bitching about, it's this, right? That Lois Lane dies, which to me, honestly, on on a first level, great, right? And I haven't seen this movie. Since I was, I think, ten years old, so it's been it's been twenty five years that I've, I've waited to see this movie again. Gosh darn it! Shoot. Anyway, um, <laughs> so he goes back and he spins the world backwards so that he can go back in time. Except, when does he go back in time to? Because at this point, if he goes back in time, then he doesn't misdirect the missiles, which means that they crash, which means that they've created the San Andreas Fault to separate California from. From the rest of the so, and then all of a sudden she's just stranded there in the same place that she was stranded before, where the rock slide came and destroyed her. But he just leaves her at the end. It makes no sense. Literally, that's what I said. Makes no sense. Actually, please tell me. It makes completely sense because Superman was ahead of his time. Multi universe. 
multi-universe. Okay, well, there is a multi-universe so, of Superman so was this, and characters. Were, were, yes. Were the nuclear bombs then not not shot off in this in this multiverse? Because that's the only way that it would explain. No, the multi- this not the, happening. He threw it into space. So exactly, uh, it doesn't make any sense. Like literally, hold none on, of that on, makes sense. Let's. I know I'm not going to convince. Any I know of I'm you, primering this I, shit, I, but come on. Now. I'm not going to convince any of you, but I, I just need to kind of get this off my chest. Okay, this is the first time that you had seen Superman in color flying and he looked like he could fly kind of no he did he did i i think that a person who flies doesn't fly with one hand on hip okay actually uh, christopher reeves was actually a professional I know he's, he's, uh, uh, hang glider hang glider so yeah. he actually had the moves and everything you, you like think that. he's like he's like over right. here he's right. like creating a little so well he did have that one move like he was going this way the whole time okay so let's it. let's ignore the the, the omni turner but here's here's the thing that here here's some things that I think are really cool. This is the first time we've used special effects to create, you know, a really cool lair for a hero. The the crystals in the lair allowed him to talk with his his past, his his dad, his mom, well, his his mom in the second one and then his dad depending on which version you watch. Uh that Fortress of Solitude the creation of the Fortress of Solitude, the special effects of him flying, the fact that he saved uh, Margot or uh, saved Lois Lane from the helicopter. These things are not, you guys laugh at them, but they are revolutionary. They're revolutionary in film. Oh, I, I get their impact. I really do. I, and I'm not trying to, to discourage their impact or, or to lessen their impact. What I'm saying is, and it's not just a, a, a lost in translation of, of the last. 50 years or whatever it's been okay um and it's not been 50 yeah something like that anyway what it is to me is that as a movie made in 1978 there was so much more they could have done story 77 was it 77 okay. or 77 was star wars. wars so let's play a little game okay? i would love to star name wars a better superman movie well, I, that's that not made fair. more I money literally just told you i don't watch superhero man movies. still nope well, okay, but here's the thing. Okay, so open. so wait, we cannot. Oh, 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 Sean, you you are the first one to say that we shouldn't be quali- or qualifying. I'm saying that a, a, a film and its its success by or its ability it by how much it makes. I understand that, but what I'm saying is that the, the Superman, I think Superman one and Superman two, this one and the next one are the only Superman movies that have really been successful in the history of Superman on film. There's something about this movie that you may not like, that Eddie may not like, that Jeremy may not like, but something is connecting to the American I know what it people. is. I know what it is. When what it is came it? out in 1978, people were like, oh, let's go see the new summer blockbuster no, no, no. and let's go see this movie. I, I know it what it is. It was a poorly I, made No, I know what it film. is. It's basically, it's Christopher Reeves. Yeah. Christopher Reeves is Superman. He's still like the best Superman that's ever been actually put on screen. You know, I mean, he has the look. He has the, physica- the physicality of Superman. I mean, you, when you see him, you see Superman right there, and I, you know, and I believe that's where a lot of people, when they actually go see this movie, they want to see Superman because honestly, that's a lot of people believe that that's the only person that actually has actually captured like mythology of Superman. Uh, and I, I'm sorry, but I would rather watch this movie too. Man of Steel any day of the week because it's true to the mythology of Superman. Let me ask you this with Man of Steel. Well, if it didn't do that last scene... If it hadn't killed kill Clark them? Kent or uh, Jonathan Kent with a tornado, if it hadn't have... He, if Superman, for the first time since 1933 when he was created, hadn't killed a person on screen, I would have been okay with the movie. 
Man, man, still, man has still made more money. Let me go ahead and say this. Well, it's it's not, it's, it's, it's not it's for inflation. Inflation. Okay, so here's here's my thing. If I had to choose right between now. Superman and 300, I'm picking Superman. What? But, but if I'm having to pick between Point Break and Superman, oh, you guys ready for I'd it? Watch Point Break. Point Break in a heartbeat. <laughs> Point Break in a heartbeat. First of all, first of all, put I, that down in history. I'm not putting that down. We're not charity here yeah. with your with your okay, point break. We don't need you that. Hope. We know how point break is. Utah, <laughs> give me two. See, I, I just I think you're 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 trying to see badness in a movie that is genuinely at its heart something that the world had never seen before. I think that it the, was a it was a really cool adventure story. I don't know. I like, feel like I, what's the movie? Uh, the Sting, right? Yeah. Or uh, North by Northwest. Like I was expecting something in those movies and it they, su- they surprised me all of a sudden I was like oh okay like I was I was pulled in the story and I don't know what it was maybe it's this it's just something different and then this movie I felt like it, it was trying too hard I do see what you're saying though there was nothing of its kind but I feel like it was really trying too hard to it was it was, it was going over it was going over to it was a little too corny going I, a little over the top I 100% agree with you and um, if you look at the 80s superhero movies like that preceded this mm-hmm it was just a bunch of just schlock. But honestly, it took seriously like maybe about <laughs> yeah. 11 years, 10 years or something like that for even like the studios to even try it because Superman was such a success. You know, for when Batman came out, 89 Tim Burton, you know, it took a long time. That was you know, the first one you know, since this one yeah. that was good. Oh, yeah. Well, well, let me ask you something about like, you know, Clark Kent. Okay. What the fuck? Frick. Well, I don't understand like when With the frack pair of glasses is this disguise. How can you not know that's not fucking Superman? <laughs> His hair was part on the no, other side. That doesn't make sense. No, 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 he doesn't no, no, have no, the, no, the I don't get it. He doesn't have the curl. You're missing it. And his no, voice, no, 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 His no, voice no, is no, different too. When he's getting held up at gunpoint. No, seriously, seriously, give him your purse. Seriously, I'll be the the like the half man or whatever the odd man out on this. I don't fucking get it. Does he have like a superpower? You're Does all he? Three, you're all three out of it. I, I because know exactly what you're gonna say. Ready? Can I? Can I guess what you're saying? Yeah. Because people it. see what they want to see, and so they see this loser because that's what he puts out to the world, and so they want to see this loser. Partly. But so yet they, they want to see in them Superman. Imagine a normal person being Superman. They can't. No, you're absolutely right. They see what they want to see. And realistically, not that many people have seen Superman. Right. But they can't imagine that a normal. Why? Why? Why would someone with the powers of Superman pretend to be a reporter at the Daily Planet? I just don't know. Why? You work at a Daily Planet where people do news. He got held up at gunpoint of Lois Lane. Like you would think Lois Lane did more fighting than Clark Kent at that time. So, but, but, which was kind of cool when he caught that bullet. By the way, I was like, yeah. "Oh, oh shit. really cool!" Question, actually, question, question, the bullet. Question for you, Jeremy. So, you you have a coworker, okay? And you work at let's X Y Z Corporation. <clears throat> I know it works. Why would Superman, a person who has superhuman abilities, who can fly, who can stop a speeding train, who can stop a bullet, who can breathe wind? Why would they work at XYZ Corporation but in the, your department? But the thing is, this mom no, no, Paul no, told no, him seriously. to. But this is the thing is, I don't know why he would do that or why this person who works at XYZ, but I'm going to be like, you fucking look like Superman, dude. But like, he, you look, I mean, I'm just the, like, you know, I mean, I, glasses do so, a lot. it was so different. There was such a difference between mild mannered Clark Kent that people didn't even understand that he possibly could be Superman. If you look at um, if you look at uh, Superman Returns, which I think is a really good entry into Superman, uh, is 
you have James Marsden who looks at, at, at Clark Kent and goes, you're about six, four to, you know, whatever he looks at him and he goes, <laughs> and he's like, no, because he can't believe that the idiot reporter from the daily prophet or excuse me, daily prophet. Sorry. We did Harry Potter for the daily, Planet, <laughs> the daily planet could possibly be Superman. So, okay. So I need to ask a question. Move. I'm kind of moving on. Because this is something that really bothered me, and uh, well, it's just another thing that really bothered me. But it was so Gene Hackman. I think is hands down. I think One he's of the a great actor actors of I all think, time. Absolutely, hands down. I think he does a great job with this character. Even though I think that he was not given enough to go by. I think that I would love to have seen more of him and less of Marlon Brando and and all of uh, <laughs> Planet Krypton. But what the hell, really, Sean? Try to back it up. What the hell with this character of Otis? Do we need this bumbling fool, this comic relief that is not com- comedic, not funny at all? I so mean, the idea is that he's surrounded. He no, he's surrounded yeah. by idiots. Oh, I That's get it. All, I mean, Mrs. <laughs> Tessmacher, Mrs. Tessmacher, well, and Otis. Yeah. yeah, and Otis are and, and Ned Beatty is wonderful. I'm sorry, he's a great it, actor, but he's his character is so pathetic. It's in supposed this movie. to be pathetic. It's supposed to be stupid. He is. Brain or pinky to pinky in the and brain. What I, what I have here, though, <laughs> but what I have here <laughs> in my notes, to pinky is in Otis. Otis to me is a distraction in every scene no. that that Gene Hackman is in. You got this amazing performance. You got amazing character. Point, that's the whole point of Lex Luthor. Is that Lex Luthor is absolutely brilliant, but he's surrounded by the most dumb people on the planet, and he never can get his plans to go right because he's got Miss Tessmacher, who releases Superman from his. Uh, kryptonite chains so does he actually work with general zod and superman 2 do they work together i don't believe so like i i get it with brandon like uh oh this number four where he he creates that you, other superman character i personally don't see like they were making him <laughs> too <laughs> funny for being yes. a bad guy they were making yes. him too funny because you don't see that in Batman's or okay, like a you, funny, exactly. funny character. 1978. A funny, taken, funny character. Taken directly from the comics. You're, you don't, they have not tested what works and what doesn't. Well, am I supposed to give sympathy points for yes, that? Yes, you are. No. Because this is the first, <laughs> because it's Gene Hackman and Gene yeah, Hackman Gene, is one of the greatest Gene, actors Gene on the Hackman planet. gets a one minus point, a minus point because of what he did. But Otis, give a, a he does a plus half. <laughs> I love Otis. Okay, let me, okay, let me ask you something. <laughs> How the fuck were they able to steal not one Oh, with the the nuclear no, the newts. Yeah, yeah, the newts. Like, how quick? How much time gapped that? in between attempt one and attempt two? It's like, oh, we're gonna get it next time. And, and all of a sudden, they get a brand new a, thing. <laughs> just chewing on the forklift. The nuke is just strapped on. Let's just put some zip ties down. I was just like, like Whoa. what are we doing? This? Are we do. Let's do some hand, like some high hand ties and pour, pour, And the way the coordinates, the way to do everything underneath it, real fast. Just some screw, a screwdriver. Let's just. Undo. And then, like the soldiers, seriously, like, what the fuck's going About on here? And then they all turn, they turn around. <laughs> I like it's it's supposed to be humorous, but okay. I literally watched it. And I said, what is the why? Why? And I mean, okay, so here's my gauge too, is my kid who is is literally in love with everything. Last week we talked about his his absolute infatuation with Black Panther. He wa- ran around the last week, literally, in his Black Panther garb. Has he asked me to go get him a Superman costume? Not a chance. I, I do feel like this day and age, Superman is, that comic book is dying. I don't know. I, I, I don't think know with the new I don't, I don't, I don't think the Justice League is. It can't be made anymore because Superman is the American dream. The American dream has been destroyed by the media. There's no way that you can have this movie made today. I feel There's like no I, way. They, they should try. 
Because the quality of writing would be better. No, because the yeah. con- the concept of, of the American dream, the American way has been corrupted. The problem is DC time. was trying to keep up with MCU and they, they, they strayed away they, and they no. strayed away the DC comic universe strayed away from MCU. They they try to compete with MCU with the same type of like, oh well we need to put a movie out every year just like how MCU's doing. No. Superman what was real about Superman was just a Superman movie. You don't need five other movies with Superman. You know? See, I just don't think you don't need Justice good. League. You don't need Justice League. There, that's what I felt like. It was. See, I feel weird about when saying this, and I know you don't like the movie. I really enjoyed the shit out of Man Still. I did too. They betrayed a Superman. <laughs> they betrayed. It was nice to see that ni- since this 1933, day, this, Superman has killed zero so, people. So you're, so you're looking at it that ways. Yeah, you're looking at the it only as, way that matters. You're looking at no, it's not. You're looking at it as like your, your childhood hero killed someone. Yes. Can bro. I ask you? Okay, so he's like, a he, he's a he, Macho he's that like Ken Griffey Jr. hitting someone over the head with a baseball bat, bro. He, he, he would never do that. Let me ask you guys a question because I think that this is relevant at this time. Okay, <laughs> so let's go back to that scene where the helicopter is caught on the stupid cable. Are you telling me that the the pilot couldn't just land again? No, because he's it circling over. He's circling no, over the dude. landing thing. Wait, wait, it's so funny because you, <laughs> you, you see Lois land. I'm gonna go and, over and, the building, and you're no, just like Lois. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't, do it Lois. don't do it, Lois. Don't do it. Don't don't buck it. Don't buckle the. All right, this don't do it. This movie's terrible. It's <laughs> <laughs> so bad. No, I mean I. I you can only defend it so much. It's got some campy. It's terrible got parts. it's got campy, and it, here's here's my. Okay, I don't like the sits sits minute. Intro yeah. of a PowerPoint. So okay, so here's here's my problem with it, and I I'm gonna I'm gonna elaborate a little bit more when we do our reviews. Music but, was good. Um, I, I honestly, it is campy. I appreciate the hell that it was trying to be campy, but at the same time, the campiness didn't land. And so when you have something where it's supposed to, be, it's, it's like a joke that's supposed to be funny and nobody laughs. Made three hundred million dollars. Right? Some some of it landed. Okay, okay, yeah, but you're like okay. I'll I'll give him what landed. Ready? Going against what I said earlier, it's the fact that they did really decent, decent special effects for the time. When he's flying through the middle of the earth, decent special effects. When he, I mean, as, as silly as it is now, when he, the music was good. But when he lays and becomes part of the track, as silly as it is, that's actually a really cool concept. Concept. And so, yes, yeah, special effects and the idea that this is our first real superhero movie absolutely takes it. However, if we're looking at this in a couple different criteria, did it age well? Does it have a legitimately good story? And I, I, Sean, I, I know that you disagree with me there. Well, I, I would say it didn't age well, but it does have a legitimate okay. story. Um, is is what's presented on screen the best that it could have been at the time? And this is Eddie. Fabulous. What we're talking about? No, this is what we're talking about. <laughs> Star Wars came before. Star holds up. And here's here's Star something Wars that holds up. And this is something that really frustrates me. Okay, I I am I am a uh, a whore when it comes to uh, the Godfather. I think the Godfather is one of the greatest films ever made, hands down. One of the greatest written stories ever. And so when you have Mario Puzo as the writer of the book, The Godfather, co-writer with Francis Ford Coppola as a screenplay writer for The Godfather, and then he decides that he's going to make this piece of trash. To me, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like this was a movie that that really anybody put a whole lot of effort into. I feel like, but the thing was that everything that we see the flaws now at that time, it was the shit. It was the hit. Yeah, you know, at the time, like right. you know, like Puzo's like shit. I got like two big movies in the same decade and everything like yeah. that. You know, if I was Richard Donner, I'm like, dude, check us out. I'm not doing the Old Men two anymore. You know, Marlon you know, Marlon Brando made fourteen million just 
being on, on screen for 12 minutes, you know, for 12 days, that's what he did, you know? And Christopher Reeves, I mean, Christopher Reeves owned the character of Superman. I think, Brandon, you would be very well served going back and looking at some other attempts at superhero movies, oh, such sure as that's... Captain America or... Uh, Hawk of the Wilderness, or, the or movies, movies back no, back like in the 1930s, 40s, and 50s. I give you that because by the time this came out, this is a freaking Academy Award-winning Titanic compared to <laughs> compared to the trash that came before it. Didn't it, like Steven Spielberg try to direct this, or yeah. was going to direct this movie after yeah. Jaws? Was going to direct it. Oh, it was, he's throwing a bunch of money. Uh, he was throwing a bunch of money to a Superman movie, but he knew it wasn't ready. He knew it wasn't time. Knew that this script sucked. So let me ask you this question. If we're going back to Lex Luthor as being the great villain that you say he is, he is Sean. Great okay. Um, what do you guys think of his plan to drop a nuke on the fault and sever California from the rest of the United States For so that property? his Hot property Hot value Hot would go crazy and yeah. become um, and become this multi-million well, I'll dollar... Tell you, I'll tell you, Brandon, you don't understand. Because in 1978... <laughs> One of the biggest fears of our society was that the San Andreas Fault was going to cause California to float off into the freaking ocean. I've actually seen that movie. So you're, yeah. What I'm saying is, it's 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 oh, fa- it's well founded in in. Fears. I never said it as a negative. In fact, I asked you as a question of hope. A hope, yeah. Hope is that it was a pretty damn good plan. He bought a bunch of acres of worthless land in the middle of the desert, and he was going to get rich <laughs> by ruining the San Andreas Fault. I think that is a a fine, I mean, a fine plan. <laughs> so what do you think? I mean, if I was going to put it on a scale of one to great plan, Captain it would be a six. Yeah. I'll give you that. Hell, Captain America, I'm looking back right now at Captain America. It was, pretty, it was back, pretty look, bad. Look at George Reeves Superman. It was laughable. Look at back at the Adam West Batman. It was laughable. This was no, the first uh, time. Adam West Batman was fucking amazing. I loved it. Don't you're you're. I loved you it. But it was still laughable. This was a, a different different theme, a different seriousness to superheroes. Sorry, it was. <laughs> you hold so it how on. many bad guys do we have in the Superman canon? Is it oh, all six. I know is Lex Luthor, Doomsday? Explain. He's not a good one. Well, check this out. So Lex is. The he, I feel like I feel like Superman's a little unbeatable. Yeah, he is. That's a problem. He, the best thing that Lex to come up with is a necklace. Hey, of, way, where did he get kryptonite? <laughs> a, ne- a necklace of. Kryptonite. Where did he get this thing? Oh, he actually found. He figured it out. Why he knew exactly. In the, yes, let's talk about how did he figure it out. That Why makes would you not stab no his brain? It's the, the same way you know how he uses his mind you know and his like his ways of getting a nuclear a nuclear missile. Man, you know what you should have done with the the kryptonite? You should have done the kryptonite. Extra double wide. You should have stabbed them with it. Yeah. Oh wait, they did that in Man of Steel. Like, I mean, they've used kryptonite and guns. They've, you got to watch Smallville. Every episode is how they retrofit kryptonite into something different, a well, different weapon. There's a talisman. Are There's you gonna, a, Are you gonna watch Justice League now since they actually released the, the no. director's cut and it's gonna hell be a mini series? No. Hell no. Look at so no. wait 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 wait. Though I want to go back to this. I, I and no, don't what? just say. Well, he's super smart. How did he figure out that kryptonite is? Is Superman's downfall? He read it in a book. Yeah, he just read it. He remembers it from the newspaper. Yeah. And he, did you see? Not do you not see his library? Oh no, I did. It was underground, under the rail. Well, next to that was a city, I believe. By the way, can we talk about how cool his... that door was that killed the dude? 
It was pretty messed. I always thought that was a James Bond movie, dude. Yeah, have you? I mean, God, have you seen the James Bond movies from the seventies? They're so much worse than this. No, I haven't. And I love James Bond movies. movies. Oh yeah, you only watch good movies. Let's watch. uh, What's that? The Fountain. Oh God, I love The Fountain. Four hours of disgusting. Yeah. So what we? So so okay. So okay. So let's let's go here too about how missed what Trek. Trechterbacher? No, Tessmacher. Tessmacher. Why does... I mean, okay, I understand that she she really lets Superman go because of this, but I mean, Mama Her is mother in lives New Jersey? Her mother lives in Hasamak. Yeah, uh, uh, what was that? What was it? Hasamak. Ha- no, uh, what Hacky, was it? Hackensack. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> why And she wanted she, to kiss him. And did you notice just how... Yeah, I mean, who would Well, who wouldn't? But I mean, but no, she was just like, oh, my mom lives there. Yeah. Okay. She, she didn't know Lex Luthor's plan, and she was well, like, "I know she didn't know, but when she, she was like, yo, out, you're killing my mom. I don't want that to happen.' Hey, Superman, come save the world.' That sounded like me. I would, I would say something like that. Yo, say, yo, 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 what's going yo, on, yo? Yo, that's in the way. <laughs> I, I live over there, guys. All right. Okay. So, uh, I, yes. I'm not gonna def- keep defending this movie. <laughs> you are gonna keep defending has, this movie. It has some really bad parts, but can we just admit that there is some really interesting, cool visuals that i mean when he turned the world back i know it's not possible i mean when he went inside the core of the universe uh, the, and he like core, cool. yeah he like somehow but when he pushes the fault line back up, up? no <laughs> literally i have that in my notes no <laughs> he did a lot i do have to admit that whole like spinning around the world and whatnot i was just like oh i guess we can do that we, you know in this blood does that, does that said, turn movie that is reaching he fixes the fault. This is about the time. What no, was, I want to keep rat. I, 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 I want to make sure. Like, what do you think about Lois Lane and uh, I hate Superman. Margot Kidder? Okay, well, uh, I feel like she was in another movie. Was she in another movie? Uh, no, she, she was in. Like, no, she was in two. No, three and four. She was in the original Animeville horror. I guess she like lost her mind or something. But I would have rather seen would have been Carol. What's or Karen? What's her name from from Indiana Jones? Karen, 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 Karen Allen. Karen Allen. So here's here's Much the thing. Better. Here's the thing is is that this movie cast a horrible Lois Lane. Smallville cast a wonderful Lois Lane. Erica Durance, fantastic. Um, and this I think it's not the CW slash WB. I'm, I'm telling you, but I think that a lot of my love of Superman comes from that show. Oh, I think it is. And you you really should watch that show because it's full of the mythology that was started by this movie. It basically this followed turned the path me off of Superman movie wonderfully. Turn me off of Superman forever. Let's be, let's be done. I mean, Maverick is better, just saying. <laughs> oh, God. Actually, I'd rather, I would rather watch see, Superman. I would rather than watch fucking Maverick. Really? I would watch Goonies over this movie. You know you how I should feel watch about Goonies. Goonies. Hey, oh, you no. guys, it's time to score. Right, you you can't be a fan of that. Sean wants, us, <laughs> Sean wants us to stop. Do we continue or do we no, stop? No, let's get. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. You can't defend you. this. I can't defend it any longer. <laughs> Just and I'm not even gonna go ahead and give Jeremiah you a reason. I'm just gonna give you a score. What I'm gonna leave it as this is like you know what? It's what almost what forty years, and you know what? It's still people talk about this movie more than anything else of any Superman movie out there. People, so you know, it's it funny. must have done something. Looking at reviews, it, people do say it's a great movie to watch with your your children, and it's like a, it's a first, it's a it's a first movie to watch you know Superman with your. It, it holds up to. I don't know what it holds up to, but it holds up to the first <laughs> Superman movie. It will be the last thing, last Superman I watch with my I think kid. it's just Christopher Reeves, man, and God yeah, bless Christopher that man, Reeves, you know, because yeah. you know yeah. he was amazing and oh, just a beautiful. Ha ha! What, what did you? Hold uh, on, I'm gonna see some real fast. What happened to him? Also, uh, he got paralyzed for, uh, when he fell off a horse. Trying to jump. So here's the question: Does this or Fight Club have a better Rotten Tomatoes score? 
Oh, I'm sure Fight Club cannot have a low Rotten Tomatoes. 79% Fight Club, 84% Superman. Really? So, Brandon, people don't agree with you. People out there who are listening, obviously I'm wrong. Email uh, us and let me know how wrong I am on this. But also, I think that anybody who thinks that Superman is better than the amazing Tyler Durden-driven film, Fight Club, it's got a uh, 94, so, 94 on, on Rotten Tomatoes. Soap. Okay, but in, a, in that movie database, Fight Club's at 8.8. Oh, and what and is Superman? 7.3. Oh, 7.3. That's irrelevant. That's not even close. <laughs> That's irrelevant. Internet movie database is <laughs> IMDB. IMDB is better. And that brings us to the end of our review. Now it's time on the podcast where each of the hosts provides their score on our scale of 0 to 5. Eddie, can you take us... Through our scale, please. Yes. Okay, I'm just going to start off a five. You blacked out shit face. Oh, okay, never mind. Zero, the perfect movie. You don't need shit to enjoy it. One, a failed beard first cocktail. Two, a happy buzz. Three, you're going to Uber or lifting home. Ooh. Four. Oh, 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 what the fuck oh, is going on? A rough, rough morning just walk of shame. Down from some yeah, it scared right me. I was like, okay. We're okay. getting ready for a Halloween movie's uh, coming up. Four, a rough morning walk of shame. Five, blacked out shit face spring break drunk. Gentlemen, let's start with myself. Uh, I'll is get this, this over with. Is, is this okay over here? Yeah, Yeah, this house is flick- the, the the lights are flickering. It's yes, kind of weird. It's because uh, uh, I guess we're talking bad about. Kalel is coming yeah. down for us. Uh, interesting. Uh, so I like to start off uh, real simple. Uh, I did not enjoy this movie as I was hoping to. Um, it's a movie that I do appreciate. That I mean, it, I guess it was the start of a, a hero journey. Um, it's safe to say that I still don't hold it up really high on my mo- favorite movie list. Christopher Reeve, I like. Gene Hackman, I give that a minus one. Uh, his acting was the best part about this movie. Uh, I really enjoyed how he was bald at certain times and he had a wig at other times. Uh, <laughs> no, because he d- he d- he did yeah. not want to shave he his head. That's he the reason let's, why. <laughs> he was Let's Luther and uh, he, he, was a, he was a good actor in this movie. Uh, I do like the idea that it was kind of this James Bond feel uh, as the bad guy with the secret lair uh, it had that good idea of a Let's Luther base, um, and that's what Let's Luther always had was all these. N- he was very creative and uh, nifty creations. Uh, I do feel like it's kind of not fair with uh, Superman. I feel like this story could have been wrapped up in an hour. Uh, maybe uh, Superman one and two could be put together. I think Man of Steel is the best Superman movie personally. Um, and I know I, I, I get Sean's eyes, but that's how I feel. Uh, you get you get Kevin Costner as a uh, uh, Papa Kent, and you just have me all warm and fuzzy inside. So did Henry, oh, actually. So did Henry. Yeah. Henry was pretty and Henry amazing. Ca- Henry uh, Cavill. Uh, Cavill. Uh, yeah. yeah, he was amazing as Superman. Uh, Russell Crowe also was also... Fuck. I mean, like, come on. The intro was so awesome. Yeah, so I'm, gonna, I'm sorry. This is this movie. Uh, but <laughs> I'm going to give uh, Marlo Brando a, a five himself. But the movie itself, uh, I'm trying to give a, a, a fair score but it did take me a couple times to. I had to stop the movie to finish the movie. Just I had to take a, cu- a lawn breaks, a couple day breaks. Um, I'm the, I, I'll just wrap it up with a. I don't want to give this to Sean. I give a four. A rough morning walk of shame. Uh, Jeremiah, you can go nuts. So Sean didn't be last, so he didn't even out the story a little bit. Um. It was a difficult movie to watch. I'm not going to lie, man. It was just like the beginning of the intro, the whole like Krypton. I just, it looked like a miniature Lego set. (laughs) (laughs) That just, I was just like, what the fuck is this? Do I have that Lego set at home with my son? I built that. 
it took it just like there's two parts of the movie. The first part it just dragged, you know, and I was just waiting. Where is Christopher Reeves? Where's where is Superman? he? Where's Superman? And then he finally came, and you know what? I can understand where Sean's coming from in this movie. I thought he was the best thing about this movie. I mean, he was funny. He was just like clumsy, you know. He did the whole thing that you would expect from a Superman and everything like that. However, I think the story was just, it just it felt like it was like a lot of hands like put together, and they were just like putting these different parts in the story and everything like that. Um, the only thing what you got to think about this movie is this. You got to give the movie respect because if we don't have this movie, we wouldn't have Batman. That's why we wouldn't have Spider Man. We wouldn't have all of our comic book movies that we love so much. This was, you know, how we talk about like, you know, did this movie kind of change the way how we see movies? It did. It absolutely did. Is it one of my favorite superhero movies? Absolutely not. I do not want to see this again. I'd rather see Man of Steel, which I actually love that movie. I actually really enjoy. Minus the whole, you know, even the killing part, I, I got over it. You know, I was like, okay, that's just how they made the movie and whatnot. Sean took it very personal about this. We actually were watching the movie in the theater, and he was very upset. He didn't talk for about a good day and a half. <laughs> <laughs> However, I just will give it uh, just a... Man, I can't do this, man. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm really trying with this score here. I'm going to give it... <laughs> just go with a four. All right. I'll just give it a four. It was a rough morning to walk shame. Sean, what, what what do you think? I don't want you to have this one to round it out. Hey, you are not going last. I'll go zero. last. <laughs> <laughs> go, go. I'll be, I'll be. No, no, no. Go. I want you to go first. Oh, go. I want you to go first. <laughs> no, he's got to save it. He's, he was to save it. He was to save it. Okay, I will let, I will let Sean. It's a Lego, the Lego the, set. They build well, to, a Lego set to around To be them. fair, Eddie, we would say that Sean's probably the host, right? <laughs> so let him finish it up. Yeah, let me finish it out. It's co-host. Here's where I'm at. Okay, everybody. Uh, I am at a, a, a me last week, sitting down with my son, excited as hell to watch this movie that I haven't seen in literally 25 years. A movie that I remembered not so well, apparently, because I thought that he stuck his hand in the fire and didn't get burned, but pretended that he got hurt. And then Lois Lane that's figured it that's out. That's number two. That's number two. And then I said, oh, at least it's not the one where he turns the world back. And then it ended up being that one. Uh, I did, remember did your my son, son finish the movie? I remember my son sitting there next to me. And a, a kid who literally, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's Teletubbies and the dude's five, or if it's if it's uh, 300, which I didn't show him. Or but, Black Panther. Uh, or Black Panther. And he's glued to the TV. And the next thing I know is he's over, and he, he might as well be staring at the wall because it's more entertaining. <laughs> okay? Um, I have uh, I, I watched this movie and with a, a sinking feeling in my in my chest, and the reason is because I feel like I'm a liar to everybody I've ever talked to. Because when I say I hate superhero movies, but I always said I like the Batman movies and I like Superman, and I realized that I've been a liar to people for the last 25 years because I said nope, I like Batman movies. Period, and I get it. Yeah, I wa- get it. Watch those. Jeremiah, 1,000%. I'm talking about the I like Star. I like Batman character. Okay. But, Jeremiah, you hit it on the head. This movie is influential in a lot of ways, except for the fact that as a quality film, one that we can watch now, one that we can appreciate now, and that's the big thing, appreciate now. I don't appreciate it now, and I don't think that this movie can be appreciated now. And it's not just aging and dating, because I think we can look at something like Grease, which I'm not a huge fan of the movie, like we talked about a couple weeks ago. But I can appreciate it, right? It's something that I can say, you know what? I, I can sit down and watch it. I've realized that if this movie is ever on and I'm walking past it, I'm walking faster, okay? And I'm turning there off my was, TV. I'm tearing off the TV? I really am. Sorry. Um, and so the pacing, 
was pathetic. The characterization was pathetic. Gene Hackman and Christopher Reeve were magnificent. However, their tiny little shred of goodness could not overshadow or not even couldn't couldn't make a dent in the cloudy day that this movie was. And so um, I'll I'll be honest, you guys deserve high fives um, because you took me from my rating and you made me drop it because I realized how bad it really is. And Sean, you should feel better because you, you raised it up a quarter of a, a <laughs> shot or a, a half of a shot, I guess. <laughs> so here it is. With, without further ado, I'm giving this a 4.75. Uh, I'm, I'm literally, uh, I can't, I'm, I'm making my way home with boxers on because I'm rough <laughs> morning and I'm walking the shame. And as I get there up my steps, I'm taking another he shot. Knows you are what he takes. Half a shot. <laughs> now, to be fair, you're, you're blacking I, I don't, out. No, no, not anymore. No, no, not anymore. You're I blacking out of as you now. get inside the I'm house. So. No, and here's the deal. Uh, I'm taking a flask with me on my walk of shame. So there it is, guys. 4.75. Sean, please try to give us negative points or whatever to, to round this score. No, up. I mean, uh, I understand where you guys are coming from. I really do. Uh, in 1977, uh, excuse me, 1975, people were afraid to get in the water for Jaws. In 1977, they thought ships could fly through space in Star Wars. In 1978, right? They yeah. believed they could fly. They believed a man could fly. And they watched this movie, and people, for the first time in the world, saw a man flying through the air and a believable special effects. And they were introduced for the first time to a legitimate superhero. When Christian Bale took over Batman Begins, he made a speech and he said, uh, you've given dignity back to the Dark Knight. Okay? This movie was the first time that a superhero had dignity. And yeah, we laugh at it and we joke about it because it was campy and because it was a little ridiculous. And how did Lex Luthor get the nuclear missiles? And how did he turn back the world and save Lois Lane? But in 1978, this movie was the benchmark from which all other superheroes were made. This movie was the godfather of of superhero movies and whether you want to mock it or joke about it uh people actually believed a man could fly people watched this movie and thought lex luther was terrifying and thought that nuclear missiles running across the world and destroying their homes was a real thing um the romanticism the american dream everything that superman inhabits is true in this movie and it's not in Man of Steel. Man of Steel was a mockery of what Superman actually was. Uh, Superman was supposed to be altruistic and brilliant and and an American, and he wasn't. He was uh, he was an alien. He was shamed. He was completely different. Uh, in 1933, uh, Superman was created. It, would, it took till 1916 for him to, or 2016 for him to kill General Zod. Uh, Superman didn't kill anyone. That's not in his character. He has character. That's the difference. He is the superhero above all other superheroes. And I know I'm probably putting more into this movie than is actually in the film. I, I get that. But this was legitimately the first time people saw superheroes that were legitimate, that weren't foolish, that weren't wearing these ridiculous tights. He filled out his costume. He was Superman. And Christopher Reeves felt like he was Superman. And once again, it's not a perfect movie. I'm never going to give it a perfect score. Oh, please but don't. I'm not going to. I'm not going to pretend that it's, it's this brilliant piece of cinematic uh, that holds up today. But at the same time, this was 
incredibly impactful. And our mandate on this podcast is we review movies that in somehow have shaped how movies have been told for, throughout time and in the future on screen. This movie is the definition of movies that have shaped how movies have been told in the future on screen. This is the mandate that we every day that we're on this podcast live up to. And for that, it gets a two. You know, let me just say, if you want to see and believe that you can fly, drop some LSD, <laughs> eat some mushrooms, whatever. All right, Eddie, uh, ignoring Brandon, when you add those horrible scores together in that two, when divide by four, what does Superman get? Oh, my God. You gave it two. Every blind stroll has to find a nut. Um, a 3.6875. It's more like every Superman needs to find his blind squirrel. 3.6875. And where does that put us on the list, Please Jeremy? Please, God, low. Please, God, low. It's not the lowest. No! It's not the lowest. <laughs> what is the lowest? Gatsby. The Great oh, Gatsby. Oh, that's okay. No, wait, was, no. Seriously, Gatsby's better than this. No, the Great Gatsby was a four. Oh, jeez. Yes. I should have gone with a six. We we scored a four. It's uh, right below uh, the Big Lebowski at 3.5. So it's the second worst. Just about. Baz, you are better than this. All right. If you enjoyed this review, which I don't know how you could because uh, my colleagues gave it horrible scores, we're a fan of the podcast. People like the Great Gatsby. (laughs) Don't see this movie. People like the Great Gatsby. We can ask you. Please subscribe wherever you're listening. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, if you're interested, you can find us on Instagram at the dot gentleman podcast. The dot means a lot. Means uh, you can visit our website, the gentleman or you can reach out by email uh, at hosts at the gentleman podcast and tell us if you agree or disagree with our scores. Uh, for legal reasons, we don't condone or encourage anyone under the age of 21 to drink along with us. And because we live in a society where people are stupid, stupid, we must ask you please not to drink and drive if you're listening to us in the car. Eddie, do you have any shout outs for this evening? Stop the presses. Beep, 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 beep. Uh, yes, shout out to uh, Orem, Utah. Ooh, Orem, yeah. Utah. Yeah, Ottawa, Ontario. Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Yeah. Uh, and wow. Norton Shores, Michigan. Norton Shores, Michigan. That's my yes. favorite part of Michigan, actually. Yeah. Stay safe there, Michigan. Go, <laughs> go blue. I said go, go, go blue. That's Michigan. Michigan Wolverines. It's just blue. Go blue. Go blue. Go. Right, it's go Michigan blue, Wolverines. Go. That's what, ah, go speed blue. of what? You know what? American Pie is set in Michigan. And gosh darn it, that is a great movie. Wolverines. That's much better than hey, are we gonna go do part two pretty soon? I would love. Uh, yeah. So thank you, Utah. Oh thank gosh, you, Ontario. Yes. And thank you, Michigan. Yes, thanks, guys. I can't wait to tell spread, you one of Brandon's favorite. Spread our, spread our, uh, spread our podcast, please. Cheers, gentlemen. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers.